Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our daily limit of Mrs. Sharm. We are up to date 29. And today we are going to finish the Midah of Zahiras and with it, chapter 5. Uh, pardon my, my voice, for lack thereof, Baruch Hashem, uh, a very successful Simchas Torah, Shemir Torah, last days, and full Yantif. I hope everyone had a wonderful Yantif. And Ashmas of Yantif should stick with us and we should be able to be Yonik to pull back from all the, the inspiration that we had over this Yantif the entire year, up until Hanukkah and even beyond. But right, today, Messiah Sharm, we're going to talk about the third Mafsid, the third thing that takes us away from Zahiris of vigilance. We discussed um, being very shakua involved in immaterial matters as one thing. That took us away and we discussed that Torah is, is the antidote for that, for Yitzhahara. We discussed the idea of um, making jokes and litzanus of things. And, and so if someone has that attitude, that also takes, takes them away from Zahiris. And how the only antidote for that is someone's own pain. Hashem will, will send someone um, whatever tikkunim that they need, uh, because it's very difficult to pull themselves out of such a midah. And today we're going to talk about chaverim, our environment, the people we hang out with, how important that that variable is in our life. The third element, the third factor that can remove, that can prevent you from from successfully acquiring the midah of Zahiris is having bad friends, being in bad company. Friends that are silly, foolish, sinful. And that's what Mishlei Pasuk says, one who befriends fools will be broken. It's, it's so important to have good friends. We're going to hear more about it. We see many times Even when someone does, you know, get, get through the, the, the chapters of Messiah Sharm that teach them about what Zahiris is and, and even how to acquire it, they can have it very clear in their mind. However, they can still, you know, weak, be weak, weaker and become, become lax in it. Or even break, break the, uh, some of its rules. His friends to make fun of him. His friends don't make jokes of him and laugh at him. Or just to fit in. He wants to be able to fit in with his friends. This is what Shlomo Malch said. With Shonim, with people who, you know, go against, they, they, they break away the centers. Don't mix with them. Don't mingle with them. So, now that Rebbechal is going to find for Dekasha, you may think um, there's a possible contradiction here, and, uh, and he's going to answer it. Because if someone will tell you, ah, you see in the Gemara Ksubis, don't be, be normal, the Gemara says. You're, a person's das, a person's way of life, their, their, their lifestyle, their, their mode, their, the way they think, it should fit in, it should fit in in the, in the, in the ways of, of the world, in the ways of society, it should be normal, you shouldn't be you know, don't stand out like a sore thumb. So wouldn't that mean the opposite of what we're saying? Wouldn't that mean that we should socialize and make sure that we fit in to those around us? If someone says that to you as an excuse to do who knows what to fit into their environment, you say to them as follows, what is this Pasuk, this Gemara Ksubis referring to about the importance of fitting in? 
v'nei adam shosim asi adam. Those are people that are acting like menshlach, like like human beings. Achlobe v'nei adam shosim asi vehema, but not not when you're in the environment of people that are acting like acting like animals. And and realize here when he says ma'asi vehema, it's not just like a derogatory term of like oh being like an animal. No, the, as the Tanya says, we all have a a nefesh of Bahamas, uh, an animal soul. Um, and whether you want to go Tanya or, or even beyond, just the, we all understand that there's this certain, you know, basic drive, animalistic drive that, that, you know, if you think of an animal, what does animals do? They survive, they perpetuate, they, um, they get, they satisfy themselves. They, they, they seek to be satisfied. If they're hungry, they eat, right? If they're afraid, they attack or they run. Like it's just purely in, instinct. So we have that in ourselves also. And then we have Nevashalakus, we have the Chelik Lakamimamamish inside of us that helps us be selfless and sacrifice and take, you know, the smaller amount now for the larger, greater amount in the future to control ourselves, um, break our midos, don't just go, you know, with the flow. Ushlomo Mazir Oid and Shlomo Malach says initially further, Lech Minneged Ishkisil, go far away from the person who's foolish. Without Malach Amr, without Malach said in the first paragraph of the Hillim, Fortunate is he who does not walk in the way of the wicked and does not stand in the path of the sinful and does not sit in uh, with, with the late son and with, with the scoffers. And as Chazal told us, when they explain this, 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 this Pasuk, it's very, it's, it's, you know, notable that at first it says, don't walk, right? And then it says, don't stand. Don't stand in the path of the sinful. Then he says, don't sit. And don't sit with, um, flayed sonim. So it's a walking, standing, sitting. What does this teach us? If you walk in the, in the, in the, in the sinful way with the sinful people, eventually you'll stand and linger in that place with them. And if you stand there, then one from the next to the next that we discussed previous, last, last year or two, the Sahara slowly, gradually, pulls you away and pulls you towards that which is no good for you. And, and it's, it can be ever so slightly. It's not automatic. The moment you start hanging out with the wrong people, you're going to, you're going to find yourself in sin, but you walk with them and then you sit and hang with them. And then eventually you, uh, you sit, no, you don't just stand with them. You sit with them and, and you, you find yourself in, uh, in a not such good place. The Yomar Deranach says further, Lo yashavti so Nasi Kalmarayam. I've not sat with dishonest people, and I don't associate with hypocrites. I hate the gathering of evildoers. Hate. And with the wicked I will not sit. So we see David Melch was so careful to not let these um, bad friends, bad environments influence him. So what's the right way of acting? What do we need to do? We need to purify and cleanse ourselves from all these bad environments and influences in our life. And remove ourselves from the ways of the world where people are just shakua. They're just totally entrenched in, in the wasted silliness of the times. Rather, direct our feet to the courtyards of Hashem and His dwelling places. And that is specifically what David Melch said. In conclusion, I wash my hands in cleanliness and circle around your altar, Hashem. So, we see that this is one of the major pitfalls. We see 
that is destructive, and we see in the Chazal and Sukkim how much we are told to to make sure to avoid it. So the question is now: so how, how do you respond if you do find yourself in a scenario where you're, you know, having bad influence um, from, from coming from your your friends, your environment? What do we do? If someone finds themselves in a place, in an environment where people are laughing and making, making jokes and making fun of him because he's do, trying to do the right thing and live life properly, don't even pay attention to it. On the contrary, you should taunt those who, who make jokes of you and you should shame them. And he would think to himself, think about it. Let's say you had the opportunity to make a ton of money, make a huge sum of money, but the cost would be you'd have to hear these jokes from this person. Would you get offended? Would you like fight back? No, you'd be like, okay, I'll take those jokes in a second to get a large sum of money. Why not? Would you forget your opportunity to make all that money just so your friend wouldn't shouldn't make fun of you? Of course not. Certainly if we do for money, we shouldn't do it to give up our soul. Because someone's going to laugh at us. Um, and before I get to this next puzzle, I just want to make a point here. This idea of of this line that rather if someone's making fun of you, yilag al mal you should taunt them and shame them. Um, I would say like this: There's, uh, you know, right? There's the love. You have to love Hashem, and you have to hate. Sinura means hate evil. Hate means theoretically means hate those who do evil, and even what Tzitzit is saying, it's, if someone is making fun of you for doing the right thing, you shouldn't just ignore them, you should taunt them back and then shame them. I would say like this, that's a madrega, I would say that um, let's first perfect Oave Hashem, let's first perfect the loving of our fellow Jews unconditionally, because they're, because they're Jews and we should love Jews, and once we work really, really hard on that, then at least for myself, then, I, then I'd be comfortable to, to properly hate other people and properly taunt or shame other people, right? Um, I think, I've, 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 again, getting into details, I've heard over, over, you know, over the years, certain people speak very, very strongly about some Chasheva people, and I, uh, and it, it bothered me, and I asked them, like, like you know, can you say that about them? I said, what do you mean? There's, they quoted, I don't know what they got, if they quoted, uh, I'm not even going to say the sources, because I never looked it up, I'm not sure, and they were verified, but they were quoting some very reliable sources that say that if you see someone that's, you know, doing, living in the, the right way, you should mamish, hate them and, and bash them. And the example they were, the situation in that scenario was not someone that was doing something terrible even, but people, my, my point was, my reaction to this person was, I think, you know, we don't want to be so great at hating people. Let's, let's, let's first perfect loving people and loving ourselves, and then let's we can start working on hating and, and shaming other people. And I'll get off my soapbox there. Okay. Um, so certainly, if you give it, if you get, if you if you would tolerate some laughter and some some mock it, mocking of you for money, certainly you should do it um, in order to to not give up mitzvahs and then you know eternal eternal reward. As we see in Avos, they they warned us and they said, be as bold as leopard is specifically what the Mishra Sharm is bringing here. La There's a bunch of different meters in there. Kal Kanesha, Raskatsvi, run, be light on your feet. But especially Uz is a lesson of, of Azas. Right? Be bold. Be bold in the face of, of any any scoffers. 
in order to, to do the will of Hashem. And Imam just saw a beautiful word in the Fair Shlomo. Hashem Ozlam Oyitain. Hashem Ozlam Oyitain. Always again, Loshan of Azus also. Sometimes, you know, we, we, we're going through a Yamtif, we're going through a simple Torah, or we're attempting to work on ourselves, we're learning, we're learning Holy Svarim, we come to a Davening, we come to a Kiddush, we come to a Shabbos, we come and try to, to get close to Hashem, we think, oh, I'm going to get close to Hashem, Le'vi'adiyam I know where I've been, I know what I've done. What kind of Shaykhs do I have to the Infinite One? So Hashem owes Lam, Hashem Azus, Hashem gives us Azus, He gives us the Chutzpah to say, no, I feel in Cain, still, I'm going to, I'm going to run after Hashem. Right there. V'david Amar, and David Melech said to him, V'adar Abba, V'adabra be'edosecha negin melachem v'lo e'posh. I will speak of your testimonies, he's talking about Hashem, to Hashem, in front of the kings, and I will not be embarrassed. I'm not going to be ashamed. Sha'afa b'shirem melachem eskam v'dibburam 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 because even though in general, the kings in that time, and today also, presumably, uh, most of what they are Osekian involved in and talk about is just, you know, grandeur and enjoyment, pleasure. But that would show you Gamkin Melch, David Melch is also a king, you know, maybe he would have, um, would have been embarrassed and would have said, you know, maybe I should just fit in and just talk to them about the same things that they talk about. If he would sit in front of them and, and said, talk about, um, you know, holy things, Torah things, maybe he would be embarrassed. And disgrace for them. Instead of talking about all the things that they're into, he know the hell is a big club. But David Melach did not care about this. I don't even think about it. Did not pay attention to it. And his heart was not enticed into this foolishness. Once he saw the truth and he knew the truth, rather the pasuk says explicitly. That David Melch says, I will speak your Torah in front of all these kings, even though this is not what they're interested in, I'm not going to be ashamed. Yeshaya, Kamokain Amar, Yeshaya also. Yeshaya also says, similarly, I made my face as hard as flint and knew that I would not be ashamed. Beautiful. Um, so, if just from personal experience and this this last idea here of not being embarrassed to, you know, be from be a be a religious Jew friend of the around other people. Um I for a number of years I worked in, in in a secular world in corporate America. Um and I, I spoke to people and people would ask me, Oh, do you wear a yarmulke at work? I said, Yes, Bar Hashem, I think I've had good rebellion and friends and, and a good upbringing to to realize that how important it is to not to be ashamed of, of, of your heritage, of, of your identity, your Jewish identity and your religion and the, the morals and values that you stand for. Um, but specifically at work, I wasn't just I was wearing Yamaka, but I felt um, I, I felt very okay, you know, talking about Judaism to, to my colleagues and even being very explicit with them about, you know, certain specific values that I held dear that I would ask them to respect, like, you know, when it comes to Nigia. Um, touching, touching women, things like that, or, um, uh, you know, the way I spoke, um, or not, you know, not drinking alcohol with them, different, different things like that. Um, and I came in with, you know, not being, I try not to be embarrassed, and I only saw respect from that. Um, you'd be surprised how respectful people can be when they see someone tries to, is attempting to live to their values and not sacrificing on their principles. So, um, we should definitely take that to heart. So very quickly, I just want to, uh, we're finishing, we just finished chapter five. And to wrap things up, I'm literally just going to read the summary from the article because he does a perfect job 
and I don't need to use my own words for this. There are three factors in summation of chapter five. There are three factors that undermine the practice of Zahiris. The first is preoccupation with worldly affairs to the point that no time is left for Torah study and self-evaluation. The only antidote to the evil inclination is Torah study. Now that we said, it cannot be overcome through any other method. Therefore, it is crucial to set fixed times for Torah study and spiritual assessment. The second factor that undermines Zahiris is acting with levity and mockery. Levity precludes the seriousness needed to examine one's ways, while mockery, or cynicism, prevents reproach from having any impact on a person. The only way such a person can be roused to repentance is through physical suffering, which he will not be able to laugh away. The third undermining factor, as we just discussed today, is the negative influence of bad company, which must be avoided, and if necessary, confronted boldly and fearlessly. So I we should be zokha to not only understand Zahiris, but understand what it takes to acquire it, and in this chapter, understand what, it, what, what, what's out there that will pull us away from it. And, and through that, we should acquire Zahiris very, very strongly. Um, so that rung of the ladder is solid. So we can step it to the next level, which is tomorrow, chapter six, where we would start, begin the Mida of Zrizis, of, of being quick, of alacrity. And we'll unpack that like we did Zahiris. Lachaim bin, have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a Shir by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.